seeing Miss California. When it comes to modeling, you know, I didn't always get a, get a yes. Starting out in the National Guard, I, I was kind of nervous. You know, I love inspiring people. I love creating content and just expressing creativity and being able to encourage other people. Hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another insightful episode of the Guard to Guard podcast, where we like to promote powerful conversations to educate, inspire, and challenge you to unlock your full potential. I'm your host, joined today with my co-host, Georgia. And today we have a huge, huge privilege of introducing a true California girl who also won Miss California USA, Sergeant Tiana Clark. Hi, Lee. Welcome, How are welcome. you guys? Hey. Awesome. We're so <laughs> happy to have you. Thanks for having me. Sergeant Clark. Tiana, a model, a former or a model and actress formerly signed with Next and Ford Models. Tiana was born and raised in the Golden State. She graduated from California State San Bardino in t- uh, 2018 with a bachelor's degree in sociology and a minor in psychology. She's currently serving her community and social media um, as an NCO in the California Army National Guard. She's also very passionate about educating and encouraging and empowering younger women and women in general through her Instagram platform at Tiana Clark and at Miss USA, uh, C-A-U-S-A. Welcome to the show, Tiana. Thank you. All right. So we're going to do a little warm up exercise here. We call it rapid fire. And we're just going to ask you five very simple, uh, you know, questions. And Tiana, you'll have about, you know, three seconds to answer us. And uh, Stephen will will take take the first one. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. right. So what is your favorite color? My favorite color is green. Ooh, army green. Love it. Love it. Okay. Yes. (laughs) All right. Favorite MRE? Mm, My favorite MRE is the fettuccine, which many people don't like. Classic. No, I love that. That's so good. I am mad at it. All right. So now we got winters versus summers. Ooh, summer. I don't like being cold, <laughs> but I will if I have to. A true California girl. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's see this ultimate test. Beach or mountains? Beach, for sure. So, so she just says summers. Of course, it's based on the beach. Should have yeah. known this. Should have known this. Listen to it. All right. This one's an important one, too. High heels or Jordans? Mm, high heels. I love me some good Jordans, though. I, I, I love tennis shoes, but I mean, you can never go wrong with heels. You really have been, I mean, we've been going through your, yourself. I've been following you for a long time as well. You, it seems like you really have been called like, you know, to be a light for women around the world and especially females in the military um, or just females that are aspiring to be in the military and hearing your story really should ignite a flare for women to like be, know that they can achieve anything they put their mind into, whether, you know, they're wearing like a army combat fitness uniform or, you know, a, a sash and a crown. So you're really a huge inspiration. And my first question is, you know, the transitioning from the world of like modeling to like a military career is, is a very unique journey. What motivated you? And can you tell us a little bit about you? Like what motivated you to make such a like significant shift? Yeah. So I've, I've been modeling um, for, for quite a while, but also, my family had, you know, instilled the education, which was super important to me. And it's always been something that, you know, I had wanted to to continue for myself. So after I had gotten my bachelor's degree, I had the plan of going to get my master's degree. So that's kind of what sparked the interest of me joining the Guard. Is that I needed kind of a way to help pay for school. And plus, I wanted to also stay within the state of California, serve my community, and I figured that the guard would be best for me. It was interesting because my dad is actually the one who brought it up because <laughs> oh, I didn't wow. know anything about the guard. So, um, yeah, I spoke to my local recruiter and I said, you know what, that's super cool. I've 
always loved army print. <laughs> um, I always loved what they what they what we stood for. And once I I joined, of course, you know, there's many benefits to it, but I there was so much more that I had gained once I actually, you know, went through training and, and I'm here. What was your um like MOS when you joined? It's 42 Alpha, so Human Resources. 42 Alpha. So for Jackson, right? (laughs) South Carolina. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So my next question, your dual degree in sociology and psychology is very intriguing. How do these fields influence your understanding of people and your interactions within the military and modeling communities? I've always had a passion for working with people. Mm -hmm. Um, Psychology and sociology has always been like a subject that sparked my interest in school and uh, I think it correlates correlated with human resources pretty well you know so Mm -hmm. I I was pretty excited to find out that you know the guard offers something that I could still use my degree in and plus a lot of people think that if you join the military you know you're kind of choosing between the military and school but with the guards the fact that I was able to you know still use what I had studied in school in my career, it was a win-win for me. I love Absolutely. that. Like the do both, do both mm-hmm. be both mentality. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. And so I'm, I'm just curious, uh, is that like, has this always been like, when people ask you like, what do you want to be when you grew up? Like when you, if you can go back in your memory, like when you were younger, what do you, like, like what did you used to say? I had wanted to be a veterinarian initially because I love animals. I love nature. Huge change. Um, (laughs) Yeah, being being you know in the military, being a pageant and and pageantry was never really, I guess, part of my answer at first. But I mean, that's how life works. You never really know, you know, how things turn out. Mm -hmm. So I love it. I, I love both. Yeah, I asked because that's that's like myself as well but like that's a trend with a lot of people especially in the national guard people think that like they have to come in and pick a specific job and like that's it that's the end all be all but like you're a prime example of you could do more than you know you could do more than one thing so that's that's great you're now a sergeant in the national guard right yeah mm-hmm. and you're uh you're the social media nco for uh california so like managing different platforms and can you share some like insider advice and how your like, you know, your military background complements like your work in the digital space? Yes, of course. So yes, you're correct. I manage multiple social medias um, per day, not only my personal account, Tiana S. Clark, but also the Miss California Instagram as well. And I also have a soldier account where I kind of post like girl tips and tutorials um, for other females in the, in the military who might have certain questions on what it's like to be a woman in the military or, you know, how, how to sell my hair or, you know, how to just simple tips that, that maybe I can be of help of. And then also I help manage the, the California state um, national guard page. So CA, CA army um, guard page. So there's multiple accounts that I manage throughout my day, but um, it's not overwhelming for me because it's something that I've kind of been doing for years, even on my personal account. Just I love creating content and just expressing creativity and being able to encourage other people. So I feel like that goes hand in hand with, you know, me being Miss California because 
I'm kind of able to do the same thing just in my everyday everyday work. Yeah, it so sounds like just like second nature to you, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yes, yeah. So honestly, like this is kind of going away a little bit from the questions that we have. But like my biggest question is, how do you balance everything? Like you have a lot going on with yeah. modeling, uh, the, the National Guard, social media, your three accounts. Plus, you got your your whole um, life at, as well, like friends, family. Like how, how how does Tiana handle all this? You know, I think the biggest thing is just having such a great support system around me. Of course, my family is super supportive. My my team, uh, Miss California USA team, my director, everybody is so supportive. Of uh, of course, what we're doing, but then also with with what I do in the guard as well. And same thing with my command and my team in the guard. They're very supportive of me being Miss California USA and the things that you know I have going on. So just having that super positive support system around me in those different areas of my life has been such a big help and have definitely contributed to the balance that I have. So I'm very grateful for that. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely a trend that we're, we're seeing as well, right? Like yeah. the, it's, it, it takes a village and we, we keep saying this, but it's obviously you're so talented and just to have the right people around you as well. It, it seems like, you know, it's making a big difference. So yeah, that's you great got the to positive hear. energy. Yeah. Keep all that negative yeah. stuff away. Yeah. And like just going <laughs> through yes, your page, you right? can just, it, 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 you can breathe in the like empowerment. So that's absolutely. That's so Thank you. as a model and actress, you worked with prestigious uh, agencies. How has that experience shaped your approach to your current roles in the Army National Guard and in social media as well? So being being um, formally signed with uh, with those agencies, I mean, we experience ups, ups and downs, you know, sometimes sometimes rejection, but a lot of it is really is really mental. I mean, that's life, right? So sometimes you will always get a yes. So, you know, I love inspiring people when it came to casting, but you really have to pick yourself up and, and keep going, know what you have to offer. And it's kind of the same within being in the military, going throughout, tra- going through training. And even after you get back in training, go to your unit. Um, you know, days aren't always going to be perfect, but it's really a mindset. You really have to, to keep going and um, remain positive and, you know, remember, remember your why and, and, you know, basically just stay positive. Yeah. Remember your why. And remember your why. <laughs> Steven <laughs> loves to say that. Yeah. Yo, it's because everybody that's been on the show has said, it's remember so your why. True. It's, the, yeah. it's a fact. Like I tell, I tell all my soldiers, remember your why. Like whenever you feel like something is getting bad or like something is bothering you, remember why, remember yeah, you why you joined. deep and, and exactly. Back. So uh, where does this all like, where does this positivity come for you? Is this something like, you know, it's just a trend in your family or just, you know, you're just always been this person. Like, where is this, all this like energy, like, you know, advocacy, empowerment, like, where does that come from? For you? Well, of course, you know, it, it, it is my family, but for me, um, it, it does come from, from my faith as well. Mm. Um, I would say that's, that's the main thing. That's my foundation. Um, I, I, you know, I wouldn't really consider myself like a, you know, super, you know, this or that. But um, I definitely do incorporate my faith into a lot of my lifestyle. And it's kind of the the basis of how I make my decisions and just, you know, who I am as a person. So um, I, it's something that, you know, is 
like I said, it's, it's my foundation. It keeps me motivated. And I think that's something that everyone should kind of have for themselves, whether it's, whether it is a faith, whether it's somebody, you know, who a family member or a friend who motivates them. I feel like everybody should have that something that keeps them going in life. Yeah, absolutely. We all need that. I mean, you always got, there's going to be times where you're going to go through some stuff and you're not going to be in the right state of mind and you need that person or that higher power or some, somebody, whoever you believe in to, to kind of give you, um, to put you back on the straight path. Mm-hmm. It, it always happens yeah. to everybody. Is that something you were able to, uh, uh also like, like, I know I'm going to go back to like basic training, right? Like, did you, did you actually go to services every Sunday? I actually, I did. It was, it was me, me and, yeah. um, like a couple of my, let's see, a couple, couple of girls in my platoon, we went, um, and we had a great time. And sometimes that, let's see, there were some times where, we couldn't go because of whatever reason because we went during the time of COVID. So oh, not everything, you know, okay. things things were a little bit different. Um, but if we, you know, if we weren't able to actually go in person, then, you know, we would just kind of host our, our own little little group um, in the barracks, <laughs> you know, kind of talk and, and, and encourage each other. And, you know, it was great. I had just left California during like right before COVID hit. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. I imagine. So yeah. our next question, what's your artistic side with a love for sketching fashion designs? Um, which is awesome. How do you how does your creativity manifest in your day to day life? Like what do you see interaction between um other people, artistic side uh, artistic pursuits and your other roles? Like how do you how do you do it? Like what makes you do it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think that creativity is is a mindset, but I incorporate it in my everyday life. I mean, full time, I'm a social media content creator, so I always try to showcase and express my creativity, whether it's you know through the through my online community or even in person. And um, I love to encourage other people in their creativity because those people that I talk to, they're, you know, they, they tell me I'm not creative in this area, but mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like we all have a little bit of creativity in us. I agree. <laughs> so, I agree. Yeah, because we're all unique in some way. And I feel like, you know, okay, if you can't, if you can't do this or do that. There's something that you have to offer that somebody else doesn't. And to me, that's a part of being creative. Absolutely. Creativity is so hard too. Like, have you ever hit, like, have you ever had a time in your life when you're like, because you're doing this 24 7, right? So, have you ever had like one of those blocks where you're just kind of like, I don't know exactly what's next? Or or has it always just been strong for you? Like, you you really haven't hit any like obstacles? Oh, no, no. I've definitely hit blockages where I'm just like, you know what? Today, I'm not. I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling inspired. Um, actually, it was kind of, kind of recently, but I feel like we, we, and I think it was maybe because of the, you know, the new year, busy holidays and mm. just so much going on and, you know, in my schedule. But um, I think sometimes we just need to, to push ourselves anyways and just remember that it's okay to not always have things perfect. And what I try to do on my social media is be relatable. Mm. So help people understand that you don't always have to be turned on, you know, um, 
uh, mentally. Like sometimes you will have your down days and it's okay. And you don't have to, you know, you're, you're, you're more of a relatable person when you're able to kind of share those not so good days or let people know that, you know, you're human too. And I think that's an important aspect. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so hard to convey that uh, like sometimes to like over social media, because like a lot of people look at social media and they're like, oh, everything's fake. Right. And then they're looking, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to recruiting, like yep. we're bringing back home. They're like, oh, all the recruiters are liars. Right. And then it's just so hard. <laughs> so I'm glad, <laughs> like, I'm glad we have now like developed this program, like content creators and like people like yourself, but like, it's just true, honest, raw, like tips, like, Hey, here's how to make a bond. Right. Like, you're like, this is my story. Like that right there. I feel like is in itself the biggest, like if I was 17 and just scrolling through it and I was like, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see someone telling me like, you know, here's $20,000. Like yeah, personally, I don't know. College. I just, yeah. I think that's better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of answered my question there because I was just going to ask, like, you know, what themes or, you know, what is your aim as far as like social media goes and what specific like messages? Because, um, you know, em- empowerment is, is and I've said it before, like, it's a significant focus on your platforms. Um, but like, how do you how do you see your like online presence, uh, even with like being social media, you know, in the mar- um, with the content creator with the Na- California National Guard, you know, what's the like intent? My vision and and goal with being a content creator on social media, um, really, really is being just relatable, just being a person who people can look at and be like, you know what, I can do what what she's doing it doesn't have to be exactly what she's doing but I can you know I can do this without having to change who I am without having to leave one one thing that I'm passionate about and go pursue another so I think being relatable is really something that I try to convey um, on my platform and also try to make it known that I'm also an open book. Like people don't have to be afraid to ask me any questions or, you know, talk to me about, about what's going on in their life. I mm-hmm. um, definitely just want to be somebody that, that people can talk to. Cause I think it's, it's kind of uncommon for, you know, somebody who is a title holder to really have that, that type of persona and not just that, but also, you know, just being in the guard when people see the uniform, sometimes we might, give off this unapproachable, um, I guess, unapproachable look or or vibe. And so I definitely want to be able to incorporate that that relatability and and personability towards people. I agree. And, you know, this is one of the main reasons why we started this podcast in general was to get other perspectives, not only from the Jersey Guard, but from every other state. Just so you guys like other people can see this and use this platform for either recruiting purposes or anybody in general that's looking to advance their career in the military. It's it's cool to see other people doing things that you thought was never possible, especially like with your story. Mm-hmm. You, you're obviously very successful with modeling, with uh, acting and as was, you know, becoming Miss USA for California. Like that's a huge accomplishment that not many individuals can say. So it's, it's awesome to get somebody like you on the podcast and also all the other people that we did have previously on the podcast, because it's obviously helping people. And that's the whole, the point, that's the intent is to help out as many people as possible. So when my next question, just, you know, kind of get a step away from the, the military a little bit, 
I see that you like roller skating, you know, role models sounds like, yes, sounds dope with the girls. I get it. How <laughs> did you get into roller skating and what role does this activity play in your life? Well, actually, when I was a kid, my mom always used to have, um, have my birthday parties at a roller rink. Well, my birthday is in January. So we all know winter birthdays aren't very <laughs> easy to celebrate in because you can't go outside or else everybody is real cold. So she was like, okay, you know, so putting in a, um, celebrating your birthday in a, in a roller rink would be perfect. So that's kind of where it all started, where it all began. And as I got older, moved out here to, um, to the Inland Empire, I found a local roller rink and started going every weekend kind of grew in my passion with that. And I remember somebody was like, no, you're not a true roller skater until you have your own roller skates. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she was like, hold on now. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Do you know how long I've been skating? <laughs> so I, I bought my, my personal roller skates and this was about, when was it? I think this has been 2018 is when I really took it seriously and I bought my own skates and I thought, okay, this is great. So I would say that that's where my passion grew. And then a couple of my other friends, they see me, you know, posting on my story and me going to the ring and stuff. And she's like, Oh, I want to do that. And so she came, we became super, super best friends. And we're like, you know what, everybody, everybody here seems to be in their own little skate group. So she actually came up <laughs> with the name, role model so she's also you know an aspiring model as well but you know roller skating is her passion and I said that's great and we just took it ran with it got um I designed our our logo so it's, it's like a, a roller skate um, with a little yellow star on it it's called we are role models that's Ooh. our our Instagram name <laughs> um we got t-shirts made with the logo on it and kind of made it official and then ever since then we just yeah, that's that. That's our thing. We need some T-shirts so. over here. That <laughs> that's real. That's really catchy. Ro like right. roll on. That's so catchy. That's so smart. I, I like it. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot of fun. But yeah, I got you on the third. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I like that. All right. So, looking ahead, what are your goals and aspirations for both personal and professional? And how do you envision kind uh, combining your diverse experiences for your future? So my goals personally is to, of course, continue just being being that inspiration for um, for for other women and and young girls because I come in contact with with the youth very very often mm -hmm. and um, I want to be somebody that you know they can look up to and somebody that they could say you know what I I met you know I met this person and they inspired me in this way I feel like that's Something that's really important is being able to um, be that representation mm. for Absolutely. for young for young girls. Representation is so so important, and that kind of falls in, a, in alignment with my professional goals as well. Of course, it's, you know, I plan plan to stay in the guard. Um, to mm. you know, I, I I love the National Guard. I've been 
um, growing in my passion for it, like ever since I've been in. So it's definitely going to be something that I continue to represent and to advocate. <clears throat> yeah, both, I love it. <laughs> what's your advice to someone who, you know, is either interesting in the path that you've taken or just like scared? Because we like as recruiters, we do deal with a lot of people that are just scared to join the National Guard to begin with. Mm -hmm. But then seeing someone like yourself who is doing more, you know, so many things that typically some, you know, someone would be coming in, wouldn't think that that's possible. So what is your advice for that? Somebody that's listening right now and is, is in that, in that, in that process or in those shoes. Mm -hmm. I I think it's definitely something to to consider um, if you're thinking about about joining the military or the National Guard because it is going to be a career that challenges you, that motivates you, and you're going to be surrounded by people who are going through the same thing and who are also going to support you and motivate you. And like you said, it's not something that, that only applies to women, but also to men as well. I mean, we're, we're all people, right? Yeah. We um, experience the same thing and it's something that I feel like we can all relate to. Like going into starting out in the National Guard, I I was kind of nervous. You know, I didn't know what to expect. And I think that was the main thing. I was going to something that I didn't know, you know, and I think the fear of the unknown is just something that we kind of all deal with or have experienced in some way. But once you really just, you know, step out, take that leap and you have peace about it and you know, you know, even though I might be a little a little nervous about the situation, but I know it's something that is going to change my life for the better and it's gonna make me a better person. And that's kind of what happened in my situation. You know, even even throughout training when I hadn't even gotten back to my unit yet, I was like, wow, I'm learning so much already <laughs> and I'm having so many experiences that I probably never would have if I didn't join. And so now what I can speak about is that it's, it's definitely has grown me and um for the better diana <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on the guard to guard podcast you are amazing we wish you nothing but success in your future endeavors and your career if there's anything you need from us in new jersey we are on in the, the east coast let us yeah, know let us know we're only one hey. phone call away we're always here to you know kind of show you around new jersey a little bit um yes. but definitely guys if you see her in california um and she lets you take a picture take a picture with her ta- tag course. us at Guard to Guard Podcast. Let us know that you heard her on the Guard to Guard Podcast. Also, make sure to follow her at Tiana Clark um, and at Miss uh, CA USA. Well, thank you. Thank you both so much for um, reaching out and just for, for having me on here. I love what you guys are doing. Keep doing it. I mean, you guys, even just with your podcast are impacting so many people, so many lives and just bringing together community, which is a great thing. And it's something that we need. So thank you.